Welcome to the Sisterhood Circle, where we connect virtually to peel back layers of conditioning and culture for you to find answers within. I'm your host, Beth, and I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hello, sisters. I am back to talk with you guys today about something that we definitely would have had for our sisterhood circle it's just called the new moon we just keep getting this vibe that we're just going into a different dimension that the earth is having a planetary upgrade that we're we've been flicking between third dimension fifth dimension for a while now this is now the chance to start anchoring into the fifth dimension so within that even if we don't want to talk galactic updates we do need to take this moment to see how we can properly move forward by choosing the reality that we want to live in what i'm going to talk about today is confidence our confidence within ourselves our confidence just in our own human vessel we've discussed this through a number of other podcasts particularly when we talked about sensuality we talked about the ability to feel a certain way by practicing feeling that in sensuality we talked about ways to move your physical body to then anchor in to the feeling of feeling sexy. So for us every day, without having to be as specific as something like sensuality, although I do believe it all wraps into one, we have different themes and different personalities that we, or different vibrations that we draw on, even if they are still high vibrations, we might draw on different aspects of those higher vibrations and we also might float back into lower vibrations like judgment jealousy anger all of those kinds of things so we mustn't in those moments exactly when I say that I don't want you to think oh but I was so so and so today oh but I was like this today oh but this week was hard for me because of I don't want you to make judgments on yourself when I say something like that because I know that's where the mind can take you. I want to just talk about your physical presence and how you, how or if you feel confident when you go into somebody else's house, when you leave your own house, when you go into an unknown environment or the shops or you're waiting in line. Do you feel that you have to play small? And how does that physically come across? Do you feel that you have to change your persona to match the vibrations around you or to fit into that room in a certain way? Do you feel like you have to blend and stay small because everybody around you is minding their own business and they're staying small as well? So you have to shrink yourself a little bit. But particularly if you're somebody that has physical attributes to your body, that stand out you might be really tall you might have really big boobs 
you might be really good looking. You might feel that your body stands out in a certain type of way that gets people to look at you. And that might cause you to think that you have to shrink yourself or disguise yourself to blend in so you're not noticed. But I want you to think about why don't you want to be noticed? What is it about being noticed that makes you fearful? What is it about being noticed that means you might be out of your depth? Or perhaps it means that you're encouraged to go a bit further, be a bit better. Are these the kind of questions that maybe we should be asking ourselves as we move into this new world? And particularly for our kids, even if you don't have kids, for the next generation, if you have any kind of contact with anybody from the next generation, who is it and what example can you set for them? And that's just one tiny aspect. It might be a giant aspect if you have kids, if you're a parent and you want to set an example for them every single day kind of becomes a huge aspect of your life but if you're maybe an auntie or a role model or a teacher or you have some kind of mentorship relationship with the next generation you might think well that's not my focus my focus is me regardless of where you sit on that spectrum your focus should be you and we should be doing this work for ourselves for our own well-being And for our own souls, if we can use this lifetime to upgrade, to get to the real reasons that we're here and achieve that mission, the next time we return, the life after is going to have different lessons, a different experience. You're not going to feel like you're in Groundhog Day with your lives because you are literally upgrading. Whereas... Say you went through your life, I, use, I like to use the word pleb, like plebbing on, you just, you know, going through your life, doing, going through the motions, living in the physical realm, doing what you have to do, working, paying tax, drinking, socializing without any real, real connection. You're not really getting very deep. You care a lot about material things. You might get sick as you're older because you haven't really looked after yourself. Haven't really left a legacy and then you die. Well, guess what? I'm pretty sure you're going to be coming back again to redo that life until you learn the lesson you were supposed to learn. And I know life like that isn't that simple and there are always lessons to learn. But I think when we put it that simply, if you want to do a quick rundown of your life, if that's how you have lived your life, I really do believe there is a huge potential that you want to come back and redo a very similar kind of life. But there are thoughts as we move into this higher frequency that we won't get those second chances. And a lot of you might feel like you're running out of time. Uh, People have had fears of, of death, that they're going to die, that this is the end of the world. And it kind of is. We have kind of been saying goodbye to the old world for a couple of months now and without going into terms like waking up um, 
I think it's important to acknowledge that there is a change and acknowledge that you're probably having conversations with people that you never would have thought that you would have had. And your reality, as you're choosing to view it every single day, as you're choosing what you opt into and getting the opportunity and the gift within that to actually choose what is your reality. So let me backtrack a little bit on that. When we choose to, I want to say the words buy in or opt in to a certain, uh, I don't really want to use the word agenda because when I say agenda, people jump to all kinds of conclusions, whether it be conspiracies or people trying to make money. I don't want to use, I don't want your brain going there for this particular topic. I want you to just thinking about the choices that you make within your own mind and within your own physical reality every day. So let's just do a scenario as if you're within the house and you choose to get up and during that day you make a series of choices which creates your reality. So for example, you might choose to switch on social media or switch on your replies to other people straight away. You might choose to eat a donut for breakfast. You might choose to have a coffee immediately. Now, if any of these things are really purposeful to you and serve your higher self or serve your best interests, then that's great. Do them. But I'm using those examples for you guys because I know it doesn't serve myself and it doesn't serve a lot of people to be making those kinds of decisions first thing in the morning. So if you have social media, for example, if you absolutely love social media, you enjoy looking at the the imagery or the text, you don't become triggered by anything you see and it's a really great space for you to be in, then social media might be a really nice way to start your day. You might be being really kind to yourself if you're doing that because it might be a nice slow way to wake up. You might get really inspired with what you see. But if you're the opposite and you choose to put on social media as soon as you get up and then you start feeling upset with what you've seen you feel angered by what you've seen and start getting feelings that feel really heavy, that's how you're then starting your day. Now, let me also tell you, I am not one, a big one for a morning practice because I have little kids and we often are all waking up in the same bed after everybody making their way to our bed overnight. I am not a morning person usually because I have broken sleep because of the kids and I'm still breastfeeding. So I will also be feeding Emily in the morning. The ki- the dogs usually wake me up and need to go out. They also want to be fed. There's lots of little tasks that fill my morning, which often makes me want to return to my sleep because I have these amazing dreams in the early hours of the morning. 
So for me in particular, I know that about myself at this stage in my life. Getting up out of bed and doing a workout or something doesn't serve my energy body right now because I still need those extra few minutes or half an hour of sleep. So I will try and get as much as I possibly can in amongst those little tasks of the morning. So, but the reason I know that is because I tap into my body and I know what my body needs. And if I've done the opposite, it might be going with the flow and and loving that aspect about the morning I might be. I'm ready to be awake. My body has had enough sleep and I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's start this day. Or... I could get up super early and start doing a few tasks and then I might get really tired because I haven't given myself maximum amount of sleep and actually end up falling asleep again, putting myself into a deep sleep later on in the morning rather than just spending another few minutes or half an hour catching up on that sleep from the night. So does that make sense? So that's, I just wanted to sort of paint that picture for you because I know really clearly if I choose to make a certain decision in the morning, these are possibly the effects. And therefore, by making those decisions and understanding how my body feels with those decisions, I create my reality around just the morning. So if you're choosing things that don't feel good to you first thing in the morning, then perhaps you are creating a really chaotic morning for yourself. Or perhaps you're creating a really juicy, amazing morning for yourself. So these are very simple examples of how we piece together our realities by making small decisions throughout the physical side I know there's so much more than the physical side but I wanted to use those as examples because we really do have to master the physical before we can properly tap into other realms properly get heavier downloads or actually feel like we are in sync with any other kind of realm around us I should mention there is another part to this. So you might be reading your body. For example, this morning this morning scenario for you might be really boring or it might be a, a good example to simply paint the picture, right? So if I have... I'm just going to go back to my example for you because I feel it might get us to the place that we, we're on the way to. Don't worry, we're on the way there. So if I have said to myself, okay... If I don't get extra sleep, this is how I'm going to feel. Or if I jumped out of bed and did a workout, choosing not to go back to sleep, my day might be completely different. And then it comes into the question of who am I listening to? Is that the ego coming in saying, you know, my self-sabotage saying, you need more sleep, you shouldn't get out of bed now, you need more sleep. So what kind of story am I telling myself at the same time? So yes, there is so many aspects to this and so many layers. And this is what you're going to love. The more you go into this, the more you're going to discover. There are some things that I can't see about myself 
that others might find highly irritating or I might actually have problems around understanding them right now because they haven't made their way into my reality or into my foresight just yet. But going back to that morning example, when I get out of bed, I can be saying to myself, get out of bed right now and do a workout. And without any rejection from my ego, if I went and did that, my body would be thanking me, wouldn't it? Of course, be loving it. And then my day would just flow on from there. I would probably make really good decisions, much better decisions than sleeping in for an extra bit of time. But my justification of sleeping in is that I tell myself the same story, that I don't like mornings, that I need extra sleep, and because it might have been that I've been woken once or twice with the kids, in comparison to 10 times I used to be woke before, (laughs) awoken by the kids before oils made their way into my life. But, you know, there's all these excuses and things that we can tell ourselves about a certain scenario to believe it. And that's our ego writing a narrative for something. So it's good to be conscious of that as well. And I can't tell you the answers. I can only paint you a little picture of what something might look like for me and then ask you questions for you to ask yourself. But you're the one that's going to know the answers, not me. So it might just be worth thinking about during your day, in your physical reality, what kinds of decisions are you making, even the small ones, even the small ones, right? You might be spending, and now this might sound like a really biased example, but you might be spending two hours sweeping the floor or doing the floors, and that might make you feel really good in your physical space, and that might have a great flow on effect for you for the rest of the week. That's great. But if you're spending two hours doing the floors and the next day you're spending longer doing something else just within the physical realm, not adding on to anything else in any other sector of your life, then you do then become sort of stuck in a rut in that way as well. Although your house might be beautiful and clean, mine certainly isn't, but I do try to have a good balance of everything including things like self-care. So if you have a perfectly great looking house and you're up to date at work and your kids have done excellent activities all week, when have you looked after yourself in that time? And these are all the kinds of decisions that we need to make on the daily, which yes, it's a chore. It's chore to make those decisions on the daily. But making those kinds of decisions for yourself in every single moment when anything comes up means that you can start to grasp what reality is yours because the decisions you're making is literally molding what reality and what world you live in including the people that you choose to engage in conversation with who you decide to consume content from what you choose to watch whether it be documentaries on your phone or horror movies or Netflix you know what are you actually choosing to put within your mind and therefore in your energetic body so just think about what is coming in to your field and when we're so focused on the physical world like better get this done better get this done better get this done so busy 
busy, busy, busy with tasks, especially as women. We are pulled from pillar to post constantly. There's always somebody that needs something from us. And there's a lot of physical tasks that go along with being a woman that runs a household, whether you have children or not. It probably seems like there's a never-ending list of expectations. But again, it really is up to us to break that down and to choose what we decide to carry as our own expectations and what we decide to just leave behind. There was this excellent little idea on how to read something that comes to you energetically if it feels heavy or light. Now, I think this is from Access Consciousness. This was, I learned it through Simon from A Crystal Affair. He is a very talented crystal man, we like to call him. He tours all around Australia. His name used to be Shamanic Wands and they've just done a rebranding into a crystal affair. So you might have heard of him. Um, does pop-up stores all throughout Australia. He does a lot of carvings. They've got all the kinds of different crystal jewellery, but mostly he does the spheres and shaped stones, you know, more carvings and then the natural clusters and points and all the juicy stuff. Now, he spoke about it in one of the crystal courses that I had done just recently. Does it feel heavy or light? And I loved this concept because it was a matter of when something was coming to you in your everyday reality, if somebody is maybe perhaps they're discussing something that's getting you feeling, this is my take on it, by the way, if someone's discussing something that's getting you feeling heavy, like energetically dragged down, perhaps that's the way to look at it, then you can just choose to let it go. You can choose to just put that over there, just leave it over there. Whereas if something's, someone's coming to you with, hey, not that everything has to be happy and positive, of course, we're going to go through our, our moments of all aspects. But it might just be worth monitoring that with yourself. If somebody's coming to you with something, know that you don't have to pick it up. You can be an observer. You can listen. You can support. You can still say genuine things like, I hear you. I'm here for you. Without absorbing everything that they're saying without clinging on to every single word and taking it on as your own baggage and your own energetic problem it's not that's theirs to deal with particularly any of you that see clients or have relationships with people that depend on you for answers this is going to be a huge life practice is learning when to drop something when it, learning when to let something go but also then on top of that practicing good energetic hygiene which is all about the closed eye practice of being able to disperse energies around you that may have clung on during the day or during the week and allowing those to disintegrate themselves from your own field so there's some really amazing tools we can use throughout our everyday experience to stay grounded to stay present so when these decisions are coming up 
we can be conscious of them, aware, aware that we have something being asked of us in that moment. So we can choose, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that right there. That's not my problem to pick up. That's not my decision to make. Or something that's a light that you love, that you want to take on, that inspires you and takes you into the next portal. So I do want to wind this all back to our original point of having confidence. When we are choosing to make these little decisions throughout our entire day, we do start painting the picture. And we can go into our past and start pulling out things from our past past traumas trauma looks different for everyone please remember that it does not mean that you needed to be abused to have trauma trauma is how our brain perceives what happened to us and how we've carried that and there is always a dialogue we've created around that a story we've told ourselves around it that you are potentially still carrying now so we can of course go through all of that and decide why we don't have confidence in a certain area. But every day, even if we have started to do some of that work, we might be coming to a point where we still aren't feeling 100% confident. And what kinds of things can we use to stay confident, to know that it's okay to be confident? So I want you to ask yourself a few questions to get around this. Am I deserving of confidence? Do I deserve to be confident? Has anybody ever knocked me down for being confident before? Do I feel that I need to play small? Do I feel that I need to hide myself away? Are there aspects of my physical body that I need to hide? Are there aspects of my physical body or appearance that make me stand out? And if so, do I view these negatively? Does this therefore affect my confidence? Can I stand tall? Can I display my physical body with great posture? Can I give myself the chance to feel confident by starting with my posture? Am I going to give myself permission to do that? So I hope with that, guys, you get a bit of an idea about how you can move forward and allow yourself to start just taking off those chains, that baggage just leaving that behind because it's not yours in this present moment it's not yours and if it's yours from the past you can still choose to leave it behind right now so I hope that was worth something I hope you found a little bit of inspiration in that really what I want to do is give you permission to be confident, be confident in the body that you're in, be proud of the body that you're in, allow yourself to feel how you want to feel, 
feel joyful and happy and sexy and pretty, powerful, strong, fit, unstoppable. You have permission to feel these things. And in this new world, it really is up to you to allow yourself that. So thank you so much for listening. Write down your thoughts, do some journaling. If you've had things come up during this session, we are here holding you. We are holding space for you still energetically. You'll be in my prayers and thoughts and maybe we'll see each other in a meditation. I love a good dream catch up actually. Let's come and have coffee with me in my dream. Actually, I don't drink coffee, so it'll have to be tea or something. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Much love to everybody listening. Thank you for listening. And of course, blessed be.